So our spiritual condition has put us in a favorable position. You and I do not have to live under a cloud of confusion one day longer. For God is not the author of confusion. He is the author of peace. And he has placed on the inside of each every one of you the wisdom of God. For Jesus has been made unto us wisdom. He is our wisdom. And in him and in Christ are stored up and hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge that you will ever need to live on this side. For the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are not hidden from you, but they are hidden for you and they are stored up. Wisdom can be asked for. Wisdom can be acknowledged by declaring, I have the wisdom of God and I have the mind of Christ. And the wisdom on the inside of you can be prayed up and prayed out as you pray in the Holy Ghost and as you fellowship with the all-knowing one, the all-wise one, up from on the inside of you, the wisdom of God, and that which to seem to be a divine secret shall be unknown, shall be known, shall be unveiled, and it shall be known unto you. So draw from my wisdom. Ask for it. Acknowledge it. And pray about it. The book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 5 says that we are to get wisdom. That we are to get understanding. We are not to forget it. Neither are we to decline from the words of God. Forsake her not and she shall preserve thee. Love wisdom and she shall keep thee. That means when we function and we operate in the wisdom of God... We can expect preservation and we can expect protection. In verse 7 it says that wisdom is the principal thing or of first importance or it is of primary importance. As a result we are to get wisdom, we are to acquire wisdom. And with all thy getting you will get understanding. The eyes of your heart will be enlightened. And you shall no longer live in confusion, but there shall come knowledge, wisdom, and spiritual understanding. Amen. One scripture says we are to get wisdom, for getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. I don't know of anybody that's a born-again Christian that's serious about the things of God that does not want to know the path and the direction that he has for their life. In Proverbs 2, 6, he says, He will give skillful and godly wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. We must recognize this, that as trained soldiers in the army of the Lord, that it takes skill to recognize direction. And when I'm talking about a skill, I'm not talking about a natural skill. I'm talking about a spiritual skill that can be developed and can be cultivated.
the wisdom of God is essential to walk out His will and His direction for our lives. In Proverbs 4, 8, it says, We are to exalt her wisdom, and she shall promote you. She shall bring you to honor when you do embrace her. Esteem wisdom. Highly prize wisdom. And wisdom will promote you. I love the voice translation, and I don't think that we have it today. So listen very carefully of this same verse. The voice says, cherish her, and she will help you rise above the confusion of life. Your possibilities will open up before you. Embrace her, and she will raise you to a place of honor in return. Everyone say, no more confusion. For I cherish the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. So never talk about what you don't know and what you don't have and what you can't do. Talk about who you are, what you have, and what you can do. There's a lot of mornings I feel like I can't do it. But I'm reminded daily of Philippians 4.13, which says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Sometimes I look at my bank account and it looks like there's nothing in it. But I'm reminded of this glorious fact, praise God, that Jesus is my source and Jesus supplies all of our need. In verse 9 it says, She shall give to thee an ornament of grace, and a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. This speaks of the favor of God and the acceptance of God. In verse 10 it says, Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be cut off. Just want to see if you're awake. And the years of thy life shall be many. Function, operate, cultivate, develop, esteem, highly prize the wisdom of God. And he will add quality years to your life. Not just living nine to five, but I'm talking about really living. Having life in abundance to the full until it overflows. Passion says in verse 10, My son, if you will take time to stop and listen to me and embrace what I say, you will live a long, happy life full of understanding in every way. Verse 11. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right paths. The wisdom of God will always put you in the right place, at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. For the path of the righteous is not getting bleaker and bleaker and darker and darker the path of the righteous is getting brighter and brighter and brighter unto the perfect day and if the righteous will walk in their path 
and do their duty by speaking powerful words over this nation and pray I will cause the effectual working of my power to be made manifest and the quality of this nation shall not get darker and darker the quality of this nation shall grow brighter and brighter Verse 12 and 13 from the Passion says, Your progress will have no limits when you come along with me. And you'll never stumble as you walk along the way. So receive my correction no matter how hard it is to swallow. Can somebody say amen to that? I like this. For wisdom will snap you back into place. Her words will be invigorating Life to you. So the wisdom of God is constantly available. And the wisdom of God is calling out to us. In Proverbs 1.20 it says, Wisdom calls aloud from the outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. In other words, she's not quiet. Wisdom wants our attention. The Amplified says, Wisdom cries aloud in the street. She raises her voice in the markets. Now the markets are where we spend our lives. What this is saying is wisdom is right there and it is available to you at all times. Wisdom is on the job. Wisdom is when you're on your way to school. Wisdom is in the meeting. Wisdom is in the marketplace. With every market you are in, from the stock market to the supermarket, wisdom is there. I wish I could get someone to help me a little bit today. (laughs) It's a good thing. It's a precious thing. We're not all dumbed out by the stupor. And the spirit of this age. We're not dumbed down and we're not dumbed out. We've been raised up. And we have access to the throne of grace. We have access to the wisdom of God. Amen. Proverbs one twenty one says this. She cries out in the chief concourses. At the opening of the gates of the city, she speaks her words. Verse 21 says, in the Amplified, She cries at the head of the noisy intersections, in the chief gathering places, at the entrance of the gate, she speaks. I think it's very interesting that he uses the word intersections. Why is that? Because it is at an intersection that we decide on what direction we're headed. An intersection is where two paths cross. And wisdom is there. Wisdom is available to keep us from making the wrong turn. It's available to keep us from marrying the wrong person. I'm glad that I did not marry the wrong person. Let me introduce you to the right person. Brenda Raylene Edwards. I was working out the other day and we had just finished prayer encounter. 
And I turned prayer encounter on my phone and I showed it to a couple trainers at the club I was working on. I said, look at my bride of 45 years. Ain't she pretty? And they looked at me like, 45 years? That's right, 45. Folks, when you get the right one, you don't have to trade her in on a new model. I just heard the organ up in here. Glory to God. We're not dumbed out and dumbed down. We don't have to make stupid investments. We don't have to hire the wrong people. Wisdom will enable you to get it right. Somebody says, well, I haven't always got it right. Well, neither have I. But I've repented. And made the adjustments and know this, that I have the ability to get it right. And so do you. And sometimes there's all these different voices. How many of you know that the intersections, there's noise? Got people going through red lights and people pulling up next to you and Man, you'd think their car is exploding. Boom, 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 boom. My neck almost got thrown the other day. I was about to roll my window down and go like this, but I decided they may have a gun, so I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Wisdom keeps one mouth shut. (laughs) Is that right? Life can be noisy. A lot of distractions. That's why all of us need a place where we can meet with God. To set aside some sailor time. To pause. To think calmly about how good He is. Don't always go to your meeting place looking for stuff. Go to your meeting place looking to Him. And in that meeting place, He will show. He will reveal. And He will show us what we need to see. So then what we need to do is get very, get very skilled in tuning out every other voice. Look at Proverbs 8, verse 1 and 2. It says, Listen as wisdom calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop, along the road, she takes her stand at the crossroads. You see, at these crossroads, aren't you glad you have His Word? I get puzzled when I hear people say, I never hear from God. We have this where we can hear from God. Are you listening to me? We have His Word. His Word is the Father speaking to us. There's answers... In this word. 
There's answers about your finances in this word. There's answers about your relationships in this word. There are answers about the physical challenges that you are facing right in this word. It's all here. It is written. Find what is written and deposit what is written in your heart and then speak forth what is written and act as if it's yours that you have it now and what is written shall be made manifest in your life. But not only do we have the written word, but we also have the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, our comforter, who said that he would lead us and guide us into every area of our lives. It's like this, GPS, it's God's positioning system. The Word and the Spirit. And we also have spiritually Siri. Spirit inside. Revealing information. <laughs> Say with me, I have GPS. God's positioning system. And I have the Spirit of God. Inside. Revealing information. Glory to God. Now, when it comes to these crossroads, and we, we face them all the time. Sometimes Brenda and I and the staff faces them regularly during the process of a week. You as businessmen and businesswomen and you as single moms and single dads and grandfathers and grandmothers, you all face decisions in life. Do we not? And I just want to encourage you, when you come to a crossroad, when you come to an intersection, don't allow the clock to pressure you. And don't allow people to pressure you. The Holy Spirit never pressures anyone. Now, let me share with you what happens when we get in a hurry. Somebody says, how do you know this? Well, none of your business. <laughs> in Proverbs 19 and verse 2 in the NLT, it says, Enthusiasm without knowledge is no good. Haste makes mistakes. So if you've been in that category and you've missed it, don't blame God. Don't blame others. Don't condemn yourself. But get up and make the adjustment and get it right the next time. Notice the passion in Proverbs 21.5. It says, brilliant ideas pay off and bring you prosperity, but making hasty, impatient decisions will only lead to financial loss. So in all areas of life, 
Don't move too quick. Check your peace gauge. You know, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God, right? He always leads you in peace. I mean, you ever had a decision to make and you got to a point where there was no peace? You know what you don't do? You don't move forward. No peace, no move. On the other hand, if you have peace and you've checked up on the inside, that becomes for you and I a safe guide. Say it with me. I'm led forth with the peace of God. I heard this from Jeremy Pearson's a few years ago. He said something very, very wise. He said this, we will either spend time preparing or repairing. We'll either spend time preparing or repairing. How do we prepare? We prepare by waiting, we prepare by seeking, and we prepare by praying. You may be at a place right now where a decision needs to be made. You know what the wisdom of God will say to us sometime? We've all heard this phrase, wait for it. We were looking on some computers the other day and we're, we're looking at doing some things with the platform down the road. We'll let you more about that. But I think the computer was a little slow and I was in the room and I said, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. And then it appeared. What are we saying when we're talking about wait for it spiritually? Wait for a word. Wait for a witness of the Spirit. Wait for wisdom. You see, we kind of live in a funky society where everything is instant. You know, thank God for microwave popcorn, but I prefer the real deal. I don't want to let anybody put butter in my microwave popcorn. I want Brenda to put butter in it. We live in that kind of world. Instant pudding. I'd rather have real pudding than instant pudding. And this kind of carries over spiritually to us because of the culture and the society in which we live. Everything is instant. Everything is quick. Hurry, 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 fast. And what happens sometimes in charismatic circles is people say, Oh God, give me a sign. Give me a sign. You don't need a sign. Sign confirms the word. A sign confirms the witness. A sign confirms the wisdom that you already have. What we really need is a witness. Now is the time. Say it with me. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They that wait upon the Lord can get it right. 
Now, in closing, there is always a key issue to whatever we are facing. There's always a key issue. Proverbs 4, 7 reminds you again, get wisdom. It's the principal thing. The wisdom of God will reveal the key issues. Think about it just for a minute. An example of this could be in the area of finances. Anybody ever experienced a financial difficulty? Sometimes it's just an outright attack of the enemy, right? The pandemic did not help a lot of businesses. But other times, financial difficulties come as a result of not hitting every base and walking in those things we know to do when it comes to our finances. There's key issues. Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to believe God. I know you're going to believe God, but if you're overriding wisdom, that becomes a place where God can't really bless you as much as he wants to because there's adjustments that need to be made so he can trust you with the finances that he wants to give to you. Now, an example of this would be overspending. Overspending? How about this? Waste. Waste. Now, I'm believing God for a brand new Rolls Royce. Okay, fine. Are you changing the oil on your Volkswagen? Are you taking care of business? Here's another thing that will stop up our finances is not tithing. Now, notice we've already received the offering, so don't get nervous in the service, please. All I'm saying is this. When it's discovered, when it's revealed, the key will unlock the door and get the finances flowing again. Another example of key issues is relational difficulties. Anybody had a relational difficulty before? In your home, maybe? Don't look around. Or with a brother or a sister in Christ. Right? Relational difficulties. I've discovered that the key to breakthrough for relationships and long-term friendships, one of the major keys is staying out of strife. Where strife is, there is confusion we're talking about having an advantage over confusion where envy and strife is there is confusion and every evil work yeah but you don't know what they said and you don't know what they did and you don't know how God has just been so good to you 
And because God has been so gracious and so good to me, I'm purposing in my heart to stay out of strife. And if I'm going to stay out of strife with a brother or sister or a family member, I'm going to have to keep my mouth shut. And if I'm going to open my mouth, it had better be in prayer. And it had better be words of life and not words of death. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Ephesians 4.29 I believe with all of my heart that a major key issue to solving relational difficulties is just walking in love. That doesn't mean you have to have them over to your house. That doesn't mean you have to send them a birthday card every year. They get older. You understand? But from a positional point of view, you are not going to allow yourself to get into unforgiveness and strife. You are going to walk in love. You are going to walk the line. Amen. And then lastly, physical challenges. Well, what's the issue? God will give you the wisdom of God and show you the keys that will unlock healing for you. Right? I don't want to meddle in that area. But you know. You know what to do. I'll tell you one thing. Talking about the disease will not do anybody any good. It won't do you any good, and it won't do anybody around you any good. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I just did a study on redemption, redeemed from the curse of sickness. And I found in Deuteronomy chapter 28 all these curses. All these things that are under the curse. If you go to the other side, the other line of Deuteronomy 28, 14, and you go to 15 through 68, you'll find a list of all those curses. Now, when you look at them, here's what you know. You know if it's under the curse, you don't have to have it. Come on, well, come on, somebody. If it's under the curse... You do not have to have it. That means we don't have to accept it. That means we can reject it. That means we can resist it. God's given us the power and the ability to resist sickness and disease. But not only do we know that we don't have to have it, here's what we also know. We know that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is every one that hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. No more speaking death over your body. Death words connect you to the curse. 
But words of life, words of faith are not only medicine to all your flesh, but words of life and words of faith. Oh, come on, somebody. They connect you to the blessing. Hallelujah. Are you blessed today? I don't want to meddle in, in reasons why people can't seem to get on top of sickness disease because I think the Spirit of God will show us and we can know those things. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. It takes faith for all of this. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith. Nothing wavering. Nothing wavering. Asking in faith. And then we need to watch our words, as I said earlier. Say this with me real strong. I'll never say, I don't know what to do. Instead, by faith, I declare, I believe, I receive the perfect wisdom of God. And by faith, I know exactly what to do. I have the mind of Christ. The spirit of truth abides in me. He teaches me all things. Therefore, I confess, I have perfect knowledge of every situation and every circumstance that I come up against. For I have the wisdom of God. Say with me, the Lord is my shepherd. He is my good shepherd. I will hear his voice. I will only follow my shepherd. And I will enjoy life. The voice of a stranger, I will not follow. I hear his voice. I follow him. And he takes me into still waters, into green pastures. And he restores my soul. Raise your hands and thank him today. Say with me, I've got the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You have advantage over confusion. You have the wisdom of God. Let's stand up and give God glory. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you for speaking to us today. We give you glory, Lord. (laughs) Glory to God. We're so grateful. We're so thankful, Lord, that you've given us inside information, inside the Word, and inside by the Holy Spirit. Oh, we're thankful. I'm so thankful, Lord, that none of us in this auditorium have to be dumbed down and dumbed out by the spirit of this world. (laughs) Glory to God. Say it with me. He's making me bright. He makes me 
of a quick understanding. Woo, hallelujah. Say it with me. I'm quick. I'm bright. I'm sharp. I'm decent looking. I'm very rich. And I'm a major blessing. <laughs>